0: The greenhouse was dark and full of tall, wide plants that appeared to move under the rapid flashes of lightning. Kay seemed not to notice. She didn't stop until she was outside of the double-glass doors of the dome. Tia grabbed her by her upper arm. All right, she said. Now that you can see what's in there, let's go back. What do you suppose they're doing? I don't know. Pushing stuff into that storage room? Don't you think that's strange? A storage room under a dome? I guess. Tia let loose of Kay's arm. She wasn't sure what she thought was in the cube. Up close, the cube looked huge, at least twenty feet on all sides, maybe more. She imagined maybe a storeroom, with tall shelves full of electronics and stuff. Perhaps an elevator bay, which would have made sense. There was something like this in Lexica. Kay said. This isn't a book. They're liable to catch us. Kay leaned her face into the glass. No way. Sins don't care about people. They're old Model 7s. Probably won't even notice us walking in. Look, those two were leaving out the side. I bet the other two follow in a second. Tia guessed Kay's next words before she said them. We're going in. Kay waited for the two sins to leave the cube. This time, she grabbed Tia by the arm and leaned her weight on the door. As soon as the two sins left, Kay pushed the doors open and pulled Tia through. Tia tried to resist, but then shuffled her legs to keep up. The inside of the dome was illuminated bright white. Her eyes followed the curve of the glass-paned wall up to where it disappeared at the top of the cube. She expected to see bedroom lights flicker on across the courtyard as their hosts rallied to round them up, but instead saw only rivers of rain streaming across the panes. A motion sensor triggered the sliding doors of the huge cube to open. Kay tugged her inside, and then they both froze. She felt Kay's hand let loose of her arm and fall away. For a moment, everything fell away. Tia wasn't sure what she was seeing. The room was square, a cube on the inside as it was on the outside. Silent movies ran across the high side walls. And there, in the center of the room, suspended in a circle of chromed steel, was a man. His arms reached outward, his legs spread wide, a living depiction of da Vinci's Vitruvian man. A low-hung loincloth draped his waist, and a myriad of tubes pushed and pulled fluids in and out of veins and into the tall metal carts the Sins wheeled around. From the base of the man's skull, a cascade of wires and cables flowed down through holes in the floor. His eyes were closed, but in a restful way. In fact, he did not appear to be stressed at all from his suspension. Tia recognized the man. Not at first, but then she did. He had aged, of course he would have. His body was gaunt, his hairline far receded, and what hair was left was white and thin, except that of his beard, which billowed from his chin and cheeks, unfettered. Still she recognized him,